John chapter 20, verse number 19. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. And then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. And then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father hath sent me, even so send I you. <clears throat> and when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. Verse 24, but Thomas, everybody say Thomas, one of the twelve called Didymus was not with them when Jesus came. Thomas was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said unto him, we have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days, again, his disciples were within, and Thomas with them. This time, Thomas is there. And then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. And then saith he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side. And be not faithless, but believing. Isn't it interesting how Jesus tells Peter to, or uh, Thomas to do the very thing Thomas said when he didn't believe and didn't know God was hearing? He said in Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands, and reach hither my, thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. And Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen, and yet have believed. It matters what you believe. I said it matters what you believe. Praise the Lord. I, I want to talk for just a few minutes tonight. Teach, preach, share, whatever God wants to do. Uh, and however he wants to do it. On this simple subject, what Thomas missed. What Thomas missed. <clears throat> Can we pray together and ask God to talk to us tonight that we would have ears to hear. Lord, give us ears to hear what thus saith the word of the Lord. Give you glory, give you honor, give you praise. and Thank you for this opportunity to share your word and to receive it. Let it be a lamp unto our feet, light unto our path. Give us ears to hear. God, I pray the anointing of the Holy Ghost would move in this house. I've already felt your presence in this place. I pray that you would move in our hearts. Talk to me tonight, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Let the church say amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Many times a church is, is a place where things happen. Great things happen in the house of the Lord. 
Amen. I'm thankful for the moves of the Holy Ghost that we've been having. I'm thankful for the presence of the Lord that we have been feeling and experiencing. I'm thankful for the healing power that's been working in our services. I'm thankful that we've had some come and repent and some be renewed in the Holy Ghost in our services. I, I'm thankful that, that God's been moving and God's been blessing and God's been speaking to us in many different ways. He's been guiding us, instructing us. The Bible says the, the ways of a, or the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And I feel like God's been ordering our steps and giving us direction. Some of us as a, corp, as a corporate body, but some of us as individuals in our daily walks with God. God's been dealing with us individually. Some of you have shared with me either personally or over the phone or via text and, and sharing ideas or things that God's been dealing with you with or nuggets of truth that God blessed you with and gave to you in, in your time. And we're thankful for that and thankful for what God's doing here at the Apostolic Rock Church. Matthew 18 and 20 says, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. I'm thankful that there's at least two or three that are Jesus' name. Yes, 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 yes. Holy Ghost filled. Blood washed, sanctified, justified believers in the house of the Lord tonight. He said, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. We know that God inhabits the praises of Israel. God inhabits the praises of His people. But many times we realize that for things to happen in our lives, we must be present to win. I've heard of uh, giveaways. And they said that you must be present to win. If you have the winning ticket and you're there, then... And, and usually they'll call the, the winning ticket. <clears throat> and people will look around, and if somebody doesn't jump up in about three seconds, they'll say, pick another number. I wonder what would happen if we came to the house of God. God, if somebody doesn't bless you, and somebody doesn't worship, or somebody doesn't receive something, go ahead and just pick another number. Matter of fact, let me give you the number. You can go ahead and bless me. I'm going to praise and worship you and Magda. I came, I need something from the Lord. <clears throat> praise God. Hebrews 10, 25. The word says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Not forsaking the assembling this is the first day of the week. That's a good day to come to church. No better way to start the week than spending some time with the Lord. No better way to start your week, your day, your year than shutting the door and shutting everything else out and spending some time with the Lord. <clears throat> Praise God. Oh, man. I know it's a Wednesday night, but I feel like preaching on that a little bit. Sometimes I just got to shut everything out. I got to close the door to all the distractions. I got to close the door to all the problems out there. I got to close the door to all those, those things that I've got to do. And <clears throat> Matter of fact, can I just say that sometimes you need to come to the house of God and just close the door to the cell phone. Close the door to Facebook. 
I'm not preaching against Facebook. I'm saying close the door and focus on God. Sometimes you got to close the door to the distractions, to the emails and the text messages. We've talked about that recently. Maybe we ought to make this a cell phone free zone. <laughs> Here they found themselves, and I know they were afraid of what the Jews might do or what they might say or what was going to happen and there, there was some fear going on, but they had to shut the door to the things that were without. But when you get two or three people gathered together that have shut the door to the things, to the out, that which is outside, right. it's amazing how God will appear on the inside. Thank you, Sister Mullins, for clapping. I appreciate that. It's amazing when we'll shut the door to the things out there and we'll focus on having a little talk with Jesus in here. It's amazing how God will tend to show up, how God will minister and move in our And that's why he's been moving, isn't it? Because people have been coming with the mindset saying, I came to church to bless his holy name. I came to church to magnify, to glorify to put God first and set everything else aside. It's a mindset. You gotta come to church. And I know church can be in a prayer closet. Sometimes you gotta shut the door and find yourself a prayer closet. Maybe it's in the car. Maybe you gotta shut the door, roll up the windows. Tune everything else out, but find yourselves a place where it's just you and Jesus and you can focus on the Lord and, 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 and listen. Sometimes we talk and we pray and, and we don't really listen to that still, small voice. I want God to speak to me and to give me direction and to speak peace into my life and speak joy into my situation. There's times i got to shut the door to everything else and focus on Him. Yeah. <clears throat> and the first time the Lord manifests, joins His disciples, it says specifically that Thomas was not there with the others. So what was it that Tom, Thomas missed? Verse 24 says, But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. I want to be with the group that Jesus joins. I want to be with the people of God that Jesus joins. I want to walk with Him, talk with Him, fellowship with Him, have a relationship with Him. The Bible says Thomas was not there. And the first thing that Jesus did, or first thing that he said, when he comes into the room, peace be unto you. The first thing that Thomas missed was the peace that passeth understanding. First thing that Thomas missed was the peace of God. I'm thankful for the peace of the Lord. I'm thankful that in the house of God I can hear him still say, peace be still. I can shut the door to everything out there and have a little talk with Jesus and hear him say, peace 
be still and peace be unto you and you you can have some rest and you don't have to worry about what's going on out there when you got me in here. Matter of fact, for eight days, Thomas missed for an entire week. Thomas missed out on the peace of God because he was not in the presence of God. Even though they talked to him about what Jesus had done when he stepped into the room with them. Thomas said, I'll believe it when I see it. And yet Jesus heard Thomas say that. He knew because he knows all things. He's omnipresent. He's omnipotent. Thomas didn't know that Jesus was listening. But he did not manifest out there. He manifested again when the doors were shut. When they were in one mind and one accord. The second time, Thomas was there. And, and I'm skipping a little bit in my notes, but the first thing that Jesus says the second time when Thomas is there, you ready? Peace <laughs> be unto you. What Thomas missed the first time, he wasn't going to miss the second time. You may have missed your blessing, but I, you don't have to miss it again. You may say, well, I missed my praise. I, I didn't get to praise and worship like I wanted to. Last. I can do it this week. Well, hallelujah. Y'all apostolic on Wednesday night or just on Sundays? I just want to know. Are y'all Pentecostal on Wednesday night or just on Sundays? I, I just, I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs> Can you get excited about the Lord on a Wednesday night or just is that on? Sister Kathy, is that for some people? That's just on Sundays. I, Mark 4 and 39. Bible says, you know the story, he's in the, he's in the ship. Jesus arises, he rebukes the wind, he says unto the sea, peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Jesus rebuked the wind and the Bible says rebuke, he commanded, he commanded the winds, the elements, the sea, he commanded everything to be still, peace. That word peace, C-O-P-E-O, uh, uh, that word there translated peace is to, to hush. He said, hush. If Jesus was from the south, he'd have said, hush up. If he was from Arkansas, he'd have said, hush up, y'all. All y'all. Even the winds obey him. When he says peace, it's, there's peace. <laughs> Sometimes you're in a violent Storm in your life. And I won't preach all night on this. So I'm just going to say it. He can speak peace in the yeah, most yeah, violent yeah. storm of life. Amen. Brother Whistler, he can say, peace, be still. But everything is just going. As long as I'm with him, he says, peace, be still. Everything is going to be all right. Thomas you missed it. But when they reconvened, Thomas was there. If, if Jesus moves this week, 
I want to be there. If he's resurrected, if he's alive, if he, if he can do it, I, I don't want to miss it. If Jesus is going to show up, I want to be there when God shows up. Oh, my goodness. I, I pray. That, I, I just pray I don't miss it when God decides to show up and move in a mighty way. I mean, he's everywhere. But hear me. There's times where God moves in a very special way. That's why I don't ever want to forsake the gathering of ourselves together. I want to be in the house of the Lord. I don't want to miss it. And tomorrow, if God wants to bless me, I don't want to miss it. I'm going to find some time at some point tomorrow to just have a little talk with Jesus. And God, I'm going to pray. And God, I've been praying and fasting a few days this week. God, I'm praying and fasting for, for miracles. I've been praying and fasting for some people in this church and for some health situation and some financial situations. And, and I'm thankful you've been blessing people. You've been doing some great things. And, it, and, I just, and I'm thankful. And I just want to say thank you. And I don't want to miss my opportunity. John 16, these things I have spoken unto you, Jesus said, that in me you might have peace. And in the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Philippians 4 and 4, rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice, let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Saying about, let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. You got to understand, and the peace of God which passeth. That word is hooper echo or hooper echo. It's to hold oneself above, to excel, to exceed. It's the peace of God which will exceed all understanding. It's above all understanding. It 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 will exceed everything that comes against me. Thomas, the first thing you missed out on was peace. Verse twenty. When he had said, he showed him, showed unto them his hands and his side. First time Thomas wasn't there. The second thing Thomas missed was proof. The Bible says these signs and wonders shall follow them. Thomas didn't believe. He didn't see the sign. You want proof that God's moving? you got to first believe. It matters what we believe. I believe that with God, brother amongst all things are still possible. I believe blind eyes can still be open. The deaf ear can be unstopped. The lame can walk again. Those with cancer can be healed, delivered, set free. It matters what we believe. As I said a minute ago, how many miracles were waiting in the church that were never collected by those that, who failed to come get them? How many blessings were left at the church for those that didn't believe they were for them? Thomas, you missed the peace. And now you've missed the proof. Second part of verse 20, and, there were the, and then were the disciples, after he shows, he reveals himself, Here's, look at my hands. Look at my feet. Here's my side. Thomas missed the proof. But the Bible says that then were the disciples glad. 
when they saw the Lord. What did Thomas miss? He missed the joy of the Lord. <laughs> Psalmist said in Psalm 16, In thy presence is fullness of joy, and at thy right hand are pleasures forevermore. What did he miss? He missed peace. He missed the proof, and he missed the pleasure. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Yes, yes, yes. Because Jesus is in the house. Amen, amen, amen. Yes. That word, and the disciples were glad. C-H-A-I-R-O. Cairo or Cairo. Literally means joy. They were glad. You know, I love it when you give a translation. It says they were glad. That means joy. Well, that means glad. I mean, you really didn't need the definition, but I gave it to you anyway. Same thing. They were glad. You know what that means? They were glad. Literally, they, they could leap for joy. Look who's in the house. Oh, I wish Thomas was here. Some of the preachers will understand this. You know, have you ever, let me talk to the ministers for a second. You know, God gives you like a nugget, revelation, and it's like, it just like blows your mind. You know what I'm talking about? And then you try to share it with somebody that wasn't there when you got it, and they're like, hmm? It, you ever have that happen? Yes. <laughs> hey, Thomas. We just saw Jesus. He appeared in our midst. The doors were closed. It was the doors were locked. We were secure, and he just poof appeared. And we saw his hands and his feet. I believe it when I see it. Well, maybe you need to come to church with us, Thomas. Oh, come on, come on, man! We had good church last week. Oh, did they really? Well, had you been here, <laughs> I know I'm preaching to the choir tonight because y'all are here. Y'all ought to text somebody tomorrow that wasn't here tonight. No, I'm just kidding. Man, we had amazing service last night. Wish you could have been there. I know some physically can't. They got or work, whatever. I get it. I understand. That was just for humor. Psalms 30 and 11, thou hast turned. I got to look at the clock. Thou hast turned for me. He said, thou hast turned for me. God did it for me. You know, God will do things specifically just for you. You need to understand something. God will do, he'll move heaven and earth for you. Thou hast turned for me, my morning. It's one thing that he does it for others, but did you know he'll do it for you too? My morning into dancing. Thou hast put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. Psalms 35 and 9. My soul shall be joyful in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation. Psalms 511. But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy. Because thou defendest them. I just love it when we get to singing and shouting. And God is moving. The presence of the Lord is here. I cannot be still. Because in the presence of the Lord, there is joy. Yes. There's joy. 
It's okay to smile in the house of God, by the way. It's okay to be happy in the house of God. It's okay to be glad in the house. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. But I'm glad when I got inside too. Psalms 30, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. 1 Peter 1 and 8, whom having not seen you love, in whom though now you see him not yet believing. Matters what we believe. You rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. It matters what you believe. Thomas didn't believe. He wasn't there. And he missed out on the peace that passeth understanding. He missed out on the proof. He missed out on the pleasure, on the gladness, on the joy. And in verse 21, Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you as my Father has sent me, even so send I you. I won't spend a lot of time on this, i got to hurry. But he, he gives them a little bit of instruction. Why did Thomas miss? He missed instruction on to be, being sent and to be used of God. He missed a word from the Lord. Jesus spoke to the disciples and he sends them out with a word and he missed the word from God. I don't want to miss it because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. But he didn't get a word from the Lord. Why? Because he didn't have faith because he didn't believe. But the disciples... Thankfully, went to Thomas and told him what happened. I'll believe it when I see it. Then why don't you come see it? And the first day of the next week, Thomas is there this time. And guess who shows up? The doors are locked. They're all in the same place. And it's like a rerun. Peace. Because there's peace that passeth understanding whenever the presence of the Lord shows up. There's proof. Here, look at my hands, Thomas. Look at my feet. Here, put your hand inside my side right here. See where the spear got me right here? Proof. And they were glad. Verse 22, and when he had said this, this is back on the first time. He breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. What did Thomas miss this time? He missed the power of the Holy Ghost. In Acts 13, the presence of God moved and the disciples were filled with the Holy Ghost. On the day of Pentecost, there in one mind, in one accord, in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And cloven tongues like as of fire set upon them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Thomas, what'd you miss? Peace. The presence of God. You missed the power of God, the proof, the pleasure, the gladness, the joy of the Lord. I don't want to miss out on any of that. You can have that not just here in our services, but you can have that in a prayer closet. You can have that cleaning your kitchen. You can have that working on the car, driving the car. You can have that going for a walk. Yeah. 
Amen. Amen. Because we're not alone. So what did Thomas miss? Well, what he missed the first time, he didn't miss the second time. And I'm, and I'm closing. Verse 20, verse, excuse me, uh, verse, uh, chapter 20, verse 26. And after eight days again, first day of the next week, this is a week, week has gone by. His disciples were within. And Thomas with them. Can I just tell you, if you missed it last time, don't miss it this time. You don't hear nothing else. Hear that. If you missed the blessing last time, don't miss it this time. Thomas was with them. Can I tell you, you need to get with it. If you missed your blessing, get it this time. If you didn't get your healing last time, come and get it this time. And if you don't get it, come again. Keep praying. Keep fasting. Keep trusting. Keep walking with God. Until God steps in the room and speaks peace to your situation. Proves to you by His mighty power that He's still large and in charge. He's still the mighty God. He's still the Prince of Peace. He's still the Everlasting Father. He's still the Alpha, Omega, beginning, end, the first and the last. But this time Thomas was with them. Let's stand. And then, oh, this is so cool. You ready? Eight days again. His disciples were within. Thomas was with them. Then came Jesus. The doors being shut. Just like last week. Didn't we have church last week? We had church last Wednesday night. By the way, the ministers that all spoke, phenomenal. There's been multiple, multiple requests. We got to do that again. So at the end of this month, we're going to have another theme. Y'all get ready. I'll give it to you. We'll get some. Phenomenal. Let's get ready. Doors were shut. You know, last time we came here, God moved. Thomas wasn't with us. Thomas is here. You ready? Last time you got your peace, you got your proof, you got your power last week, but maybe this time there's a Thomas in the house. I'm going to talk to you as pastor right now. There are times you come to church, and I come to church. I'm be, we're in the same church. And everything might be just fine because we have the peace of God. We're filled with the Holy Ghost. Everything's going great. The storm you were going through last week, it's calm, it's peace, it's all cool. And we come, here, but we need to continue to pray and to fast and to trust God and to seek the will of God and pray and God and seek and pray and fast so that God will move in our place. Why? Because la last week Thomas wasn't here. But this week Thomas is going to be here and Thomas needs peace in his life. And Thomas needs to find an altar of repentance. And Thomas needs to be filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. Well, I got the Holy Ghost. But Thomas needs the Holy Ghost. So why do we keep coming to church? Because next week there's a Thomas. And the next week there's a Thomas. And the next week there's a Thomas. Right. Came Jesus. Doors being shut. And stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you.
Then saith he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold thy hands, and reach hither my hand. Hey, Thomas, look. Be not faithless. A person, I think that's, you know, God says some things like, man, talk about laying it, making it really simple and plain. Thomas is looking at Jesus. He's touching his hand. He's, there's the nail prints. He's like right there. He's like, be not faithless. How can I be faithless now? But believing. When we come to church, we need to come believing. Come with expectation. Hey, we prayed for some people tonight. I came believing God was going to heal some people. I believe God touched some people tonight. We had some prayer requests. I believe God touched some people tonight. Why? Because I came believing. Thomas answered and said, My Lord, my Lord and my God. Now, that, that's a whole message right there. I ain't got time to preach all that. But that's a powerful one line right there. My Lord, my God. I believe. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they. That have not seen. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I've not seen his physical hand, nail scarred hand. But I believe just as if I've seen it myself. Because I feel the presence of God. And he has proved himself in my life over. His word has always proved to be true. Word of God is truth. They've tried to disprove it. It's over thousands and thousands and thousands of thousands. 30, what is it? 30 something thousand uh, archaeological digs that keep on proving that the Word of God is absolutely true. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. Folks, Thomas missed some things because he did not believe. I don't want to miss out on what God wants to do and what God is doing because of my unbelief. He even went back to Nazareth. He did not many works because of their unbelief. Church, we're going to believe, 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 believe. Are there any believers in the house? Are there any believers in the house that believe God is still able? To do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or even think. I, I just believe with God all things are possible. Even on a Wednesday night, I just believe you can somebody can lift their hand in the next two or three minutes, lift their hand in faith, and I believe God can say, Peace be still in your life. God can reveal himself and his power. He can renew you, he can restore you, he can bless you, he can provide for you, he can do what with what with man, what with man's things that are impossible. With God, all things are possible. If there's any believers in the house, I just wonder if some of there's some believers that would lift up their hands right now. I believe there's at least two or three believers in this house. And just begin to call the name that's above every name. If you need peace, the peace speaker is in the house. If you need some power, the, the power giver is in the house. Jesus is in the house. Come on, let's call on the name of the Lord right now. Jesus.